You are Locked On Blue Jays, your daily podcast on the Toronto Blue Jays, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Hello, Blue Jays fans, and welcome to Locked On Blue Jays, your daily dose of Toronto Blue Jays talk directly into your brains, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. I'm your host, AJ Andrews of jaysfromthecouch.com, with you for Blue Jays Fan Friday. Yeah, we're still continuing that Fan Friday tradition here on Locked On Blue Jays. We're not going to let a whole lack of baseball thing stop that. So, in the second half, we're actually going to get to the results of your votes that went out earlier today to determine who the Blue Jays would try to sign in this updated 2020 sim that we're doing we do have the results and we will tell you who will get a contract offer from yours truly in that sim um we are going to talk about a couple uh procedural things first before we dive into that because you know anytime something happens you want to talk about it um, the Blue Jays did technically make a couple moves today. They officially optioned Sean Reed Foley and Anthony Kay to Buffalo. Now, it's not surprising generally at this time that players would get optioned. But it's a little weird for it to happen when you don't actually know when games are going to be played. And... You know, this could be very well just a procedural thing. A lot of teams are starting to move guys down, especially considering some of the guys, you know, they're generally leery about, you know, potentially leaving them on the roster. And we don't know what the ruling is going to be when it comes to service time with these guys. Are they going to get credit for a season that is essentially wiped out? Precedent says that they would. So, by doing this, the Blue Jays do maintain a level of control over Sean Reed Foley and Anthony Kay, in that they don't burn that year, especially if they weren't really in the picture to be contributors to Toronto in 2020. And to be fair, neither of them really ticketed for that. Kay would be like the eighth starter. <laughs> In line after Ryu, Roark, Shoemaker, Anderson, Thornton, Yamaguchi, and Baruki when he's healthy. So it was highly unlikely that Kay was going to get into action with Toronto. Ditto for Sean Reed Foley, who, as we talked about on this show, the Blue Jays seem dead set to keep as a starter. I have no idea why. I think his stuff works way better in the bullpen. I think his mentality works way better in the bullpen. And I would start converting him to a bullpen role. However, the old axiom is that, you know, a reliever is a failed starter. And you don't exactly want to fail your starters too soon. And I guess that's the logic with keeping Sean Reed Foley in the rotation picture, despite not really showing the command to be a starting pitcher. He was doing well in spring training before it was shut down. Let's give him credit for that. 
um, in six appearances, he only surrendered the one walk, gave up five hits while striking up four, but was spotless. And, you know, whip of one's going to play, but those were all single inning outings. And like I said, that's how I want to see Sean Reed Foley. I want to see him come in for an inning and just dominate some people. I I still think that's where he's going to be in the future eventually, but for now, like I said, the Blue Jays seem content to let him try and stretch it out and see if he has things figured out, I guess, over a lengthier period of time. As I said, he did look good in spring training. Anthony K didn't really. I mean, if we're being honest, started four games, had a 7.36 ERA in seven and a third innings, gave up nine hits, struck out nine, but walked seven. So he posted the Sean Reed Foley line that I think most of us expected. So again, not really surprising. It's it's just a matter of does this affect the money that they're going to get during the stoppage in play. And as we've discussed this week, MLB teams seem to be entering a kind of self-preservation mode. And I don't know why, because they clearly have money to spare. But again, unlike the Blue Jays sim, I have no control over things there. So we shall see what happens in the future and how quickly both those gentlemen get up to Toronto again. One other team, one other thing that I want to mention before we get into the fun stuff in the second half. It was announced yesterday that Major League Baseball is planning to pay minor league players during the pandemic that is going on. However, they're only paying them what they would have gotten through April 8th, which... That's not a lot of support for something that is going to be around for a bit. I mean, the CDC is already saying no major gatherings until at least mid-May. And, you know, obviously there's not going to be games played, especially not with athletes testing positive left, right, and center. So this really doesn't do much. For the players, it it just seems like a hollow thing. Like, yes, yes, we'll give them some money. Shut up. You know, basically how the American government is treating things. But it's not clear whether this will be in conjunction with teams that have already announced they're going to pay their minor league players like the Rays, the Mets, the Dodgers. They've all announced that they plan on giving some some level of financial support to these minor leaguers, but it's still it's still not enough. And there has been a movement to get minor leaguers at least a fair pay so they don't have to go searching for other jobs while they're trying to play baseball. Like, I mean, it, it seems so obvious. You don't see hockey players, you know, working at McDonald's while they're trying to hone their craft. Like, I I never saw Nate McKinnon at a local Dairy Queen asking me if I wanted to upsize my blizzard while he's out there trying to score like 50 goals in a season. There there are things in place in almost every sport. There are academies. There are 
there there are training facilities there's there's university as much as we rag on the NCAA there's university to at least give these guys something while they're they're training themselves baseball's the only sport that that offers such a a pitiful amount of support to the players trying to get there and and they're trying to take some of it away so I wanted to mention that. I wanted to mention I'm not freaking impressed by it, and MLB needs to do more. And now that there's an organization formed to actually work for the benefits of minor leaguers, hopefully that will lead to some lasting change and and a livable salary. Because, you know, again, the conditions that some of these guys live in, like five to a single-bedroom apartment you know, rotating sleep schedules so they can each sleep on the mattress. It's it's pretty gross. So, you know, do better, MLB. I know, you can't even play games. Do better anyway. But we'll be talking about games that we will actually be playing right after this break. Just a reminder that this episode of Locked on Blue Jays is brought to you by Withings. Do you hate stepping on scales? I do, because it just reminds me how overweight I am, especially after dummying a whole bag of sun chips while watching Pokemon. That's my life right now. Anyway, maybe it's just because you haven't met the right scale for you. A company called Winnings produced the world's first smart scale, and it's still the best one. In fact, Tom's Guide rated Winnings Body Plus the best overall smart scale for 2020. So if you're looking to lose weight, key is willpower like not dummying an entire bag of sun chips but having the right tools is also important Withing smart scales are known for durability and exceptional user-friendly design you step on you get data from every previous weigh-in it syncs automatically to the free app on your phone either wi-fi or bluetooth doesn't matter Withings has both it gives you weight full body composition your weight trend even the weather just because it can, in case you want to go outside. Scales can support up to eight different users and even tell who's who when it's stepping on. It's that smart. So here's the deal. You can be smart too. You can get 25% off a of Withings Body Plus scale right now at Withings.com for a very limited time. So you go to Withings.com, W-I-T-H-I-N-G-S.com slash MLB, get 25% off that Body Plus body composition scale. So that's Withings.com. W-I-T-H-I-N-G-S dot com slash MLB. Get 25% off that scale and start losing weight. Unlike me, after I dummied all those sun chips. You are Locked On Blue Jays. Your daily Toronto Blue Jays podcast. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network. Your team every day. And we are back, so I just wanted to give you an update on where we are with our Blue Jays Out of the Park 21 sim that we're doing. Also, shout out to Blue Jays from Away, who also downloaded Out of the Park and has already started their simulation. I'm a purist. I'm going to wait until Thursday to start actually simming games and broadcasting games, because that is when we would have waited to in real life. You can't have your cake before it's made. That's my stance on that. But if you want to check out some text updates, check out Blue Jays from away on that. 
Anyway, I simmed ahead to the current date in the file, and a couple moves were made. Um, didn't get the trade offers that I was looking for, but that may be because we got an updated goal from Edward S. Rogers III, who's no longer interested in upgrading catcher, maybe because there was a roster update in the game, so Chase Anderson's not a one-star pitcher anymore, and Danny Jansen has a little more cachet. Instead, he's looking to upgrade first base, so Travis Shaw, you are on notice. You better start producing immediately. Or Rowdy Tellez. Either or. One of you. Start doing it. Or I'm going to look to trade you. So that was it. Only one trade was done. I didn't get any trade offers. The loan deal was between the Nationals and the Phillies. Nationals sent Howie Kendrick, their World Series hero, off to Philadelphia in exchange for Vince Velasquez. Which is an interesting deal. Given that... You know, they they seem pretty set in Philadelphia across the infield unless they want to play Kendrick at third. But we'll find out when Toronto plays against Philadelphia in about two and a half weeks from now, I believe. It goes Boston, Cincy, Yankees, Phillies. So, knock on wood, we will figure out what they plan on doing with Howie Kendrick. There were some signings in the free agent pool, some notable ones that I mentioned on Twitter. Um, Cleveland is very busy in the relief market, signing both Aradis Vizcaino and ex-Blue Jay John Axford to minor league deals. Hunter Strickland, who was released by the Nationals in real life, uh, he signed on with Arizona. And perhaps the most interesting one before we started diving into the pool ourselves Aaron Sanchez is a Marlin. Signed a minor league deal in Miami. That's where he's going to try and get his career back on track. And my, it's, it's, it's an interesting choice. Miami actually has a decent rotation now with Caleb Smith and Pablo Lopez and Sandy Alcantara. It's, it's going to actually be hard for Sanchez to break in on that one. So best of luck to him. I know I faked a couple people out. I know Liz at Biggles14. And Chris Henderson at Baseball for Brains were faked out a little bit before I said, like, no, this did not actually happen. I'm I'm not a breaking news person. I If I did, I'd be shouting that a little clearer. Also, I'd be exploiting that relationship with Aaron Sanchez a lot more than I already am. Jeez, I would have had him on the podcast by now. But no, just, uh, just game, so don't worry. So anyway, when I posed the question... The first free agent that came to mind for fans after I said, I'm going to, I'm going to post some polls. I had not one, but two people, both Callie Sai at Callie Sai and Heather at the Heather N, both imploring me to sign Yasiel Puig. I understand that I did that in a test run. And so I put that. As the first poll for the fans to vote on. However, maybe I honestly can't remember if I talked about Puig yesterday, but in the test run that I did, I did sign him and he went one for 25 to start his Blue Jays career. Somehow scored three runs, but one for 25 was not good. And I guess y'all thought about that because 
63% of you voted not to sign Yasiel Puig. And I found that a little interesting. But maybe that's because you thought you could get someone better. Matt Hall, frequent contributor to the show at Hallamaniac07, said if they're going to bring anyone in, it should be Jock Peterson and then sign him to an extension if it works out. He's all the upside of Puig and none of the downside. Uh, at 365J said would take either him or Jock as I'm a fan of both for different reasons. So here's the thing. I tried to trade for Jock Peterson to try and and satisfy that particular urge. The Dodgers are not interested. They plan on keeping Jock Peterson in left field. And I don't know. I blame Artie Marino for that one. But I'm sorry. I'm probably not going to be able to get Jock Peterson. Not right away. Maybe we can try a little later on in the year. But for now, Jock is staying in L.A. Sorry, y'all. So... With the lack of trade offers, I turned to the free agent market and decided to see what y'all thought of some of the options there. Um, And y'all really aren't worried about shoulder problems. That's what I learned because the only three-star free agent available is Carson Smith, the former Mariner and Red Sox reliever who was cut because of shoulder issues earlier in the fall. And I asked if we should give him a shot, see if he's worked it out. 61.5% of voters say, yeah, bring him in. So we have officially offered Carson Smith a deal. If he accepts it, it is a major league deal for $1 million. So see if he he's willing to do that. If he is, he will be a part of the Blue Jays bullpen and we'll figure out who we sent down for him. Then I posted some pitchers who were in the two and a half range. I I didn't post all of them. Um, Josh Fields is an option, the former Dodgers pitcher. Um, like there there are a fair amount of relievers on there. Smith just kind of stands out because he has the best rating of anyone there. But um, yeah, there's like Dustin Mollican, the former he's a Canadian pitcher. Addison Reed, who's injured Dan Jennings the former Ray but I figure Carson Smith will handle that anyway so I threw up some starting pitchers potentially sign there's Clay Buckholz who people are very familiar with from last season when he was mm, when his most notable thing was teaching Trent Thornton how to throw a curveball that's that was his big contribution Irvin Santana who been hit or miss but he's like a steady journeyman but we see what happens with steady journeyman in Toronto they get Edwin Jackson and then Danny Salazar who uh, is the former Cleveland pitcher who was cut at the end of last season another one who had shoulder issues he's only actually pitched four innings in the last two years because of those shoulder issues but he's out there so we said we give him a shot And 42% of you wanted Danny Salazar to be brought in. Um, Only only 15% of you thought we didn't need any of them. But yeah, Brandon Panikar at Panikar37 saying Salazar put him in the pen. That is an option we may look at. He, He does still have a lot of stamina in this game, but 
you know, with him in the bullpen, that might save a bit of wear and tear. And when when we add up the innings like Salazar, Yamaguchi, and Gavilio in the bullpen, that's a lot of length for this Blue Jays team. That could actually work in the favor later on. And then the last one, um, because y'all weren't interested in Yasiel Puig, I threw out some other options in case you wanted another bench bat or something. Tim Beckham's available as a free agent. He's served his suspension according to the game, so he can play immediately. I threw out Evan Gaddis, the former Houston Astro. Garbage can bang recipient. And there were some other other names out there. Chase Headley, uh, Melky Cabrera, another ex-Blue Jay, but... The other name I chose was a very familiar face to Blue Jays fans, and that is Russell Martin, you know, near and dear to the hearts of Canadians everywhere, still sitting as a free agent. So I I asked, should we go for any of them? Not a lot of not a lot of faith in Beckham or Gattis, but I think a lot of you still have the the feels for Russell Martin because he actually tied with the no, let's not bring anyone back in option. So I compromised. I offered Russell Martin a minor league deal. If he takes it, great. If not, he can try and find something with another team. No worries. But I did throw that offer out there. Um, Patrick Melbourne at Patrick M Sports says, they rather have Panic, Drury, and McGuire than all three of those guys, honestly. Actually, right now, Drury's in the minors. So, he's not one of the options, but we'll see. We'll see. We'll be talking about roster composition next week. Get some thoughts and opinions, and we will go from there. But those are the moves we're going to make. We're going to try and sign Carson Smith, try and sign Danny Salazar, and we offered Russell Martin a minor league deal. Thank you. To everyone who voted, thank you to everyone who submitted their comments, and I hope we can keep this going, because it's a good way to fill time during this off time. So, again, thank you to everyone. If you want to get involved in Blue Jays Fan Friday here on the pod, be sure to follow me on Twitter at A underscore J underscore Andrews, the underscores are there, because Twitter is dumb. You can subscribe to the podcast on Stitcher, Spotify, Google Podcasts, Apple Podcasts, Himalaya. However you get podcasts, you can check in. Make sure you don't miss an episode as we get set to kick off the season. It'll happen next week. It won't be in real life, but it'll be something. And something is better than nothing in these weird and messed up times. And just a reminder, you can follow the podcast on Twitter and Facebook at Locked on Jays. And, you know, now that this episode's pretty much done, you can turn to your smart device and say, hey, smart device, play Locked on MLB. And that'll take you to Sully, who will look after you. It's a funny guy. I've been on the podcast before. It's good stuff. So be sure to check that out with the help of your smart device. And we will be back next week to discuss the roster composition and how we're going to approach that opening day game on Thursday against Boston. It is, it is coming. And like I said, it'll be, it'll be something I'll be putting it up on Twitch and uh, I'll give you the instructions for how you can watch there. So until then, 
for everyone at the Locked On Podcast Network and everyone at jaysfromthecouch.com. I'm AJ Andrews. Thank you all so much for listening to today's episode. And y'all take care.